0: You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica Lepera-Nassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Mamas, today we are covering something that when you fully understand this concept, it will blow you away. (laughs) I know, quite a cliffhanger, but really, um, this is happening in real time and, you know, I am always learning, right? Always learning and uncovering layers of my Parenting journey, my self awareness, um, sort of my self development. And, you know, the work is never done. And hopefully that doesn't scare you because you are a complex individual and there are many layers to you, especially when you are doing these you know, the subconscious work, which is really kind of unpacking the root cause of the patterns of your behaviors and the choices that you make. So with all of that being said, welcome to Effortless Parenting. I am your host, Monica Lopera-Nassar, and I am just honored to be having these conscious conversations with you, Mama, because it is about really elevating the way that you treat yourself first so that parenting can become effortless. Who doesn't want that, right? (laughs) So today's episode, I've been kind of playing with what to call it because there's a couple of concepts that came through loud and clear. And so I think I'm going to title this episode, do, are your children, are you using your children as your security blanket, as your safety net for not living fully, not going all in on your happiness, your health, your joy, fulfillment, all of the things that we typically as moms tend to put on the back burner for the children. <laughs> and this hit me so hard because, um, well, you may or may not know <clears throat> that I am also uh, in the process of obtaining additional certifications as if I don't have already enough, but I love learning and uncovering the layers that is, you know, part of our neurology and biology. So I'm currently in a certification process to become, um, an NLP practitioner. What is NLP? It's neuro-linguistic programming. Um, And also to learn about hypnosis and self-hypnosis and learning about how to really tap into the superpower that is our being. And in video one already of this certification process, I had a huge realization that as a mom, how many times do we justify In action, do we justify our fears for the children? Right? I'm a parent, it wouldn't be responsible for me to do X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, if you're currently doing um, things in your career or in your business that don't light you up, but you substantiate it because the money is good and I'm, you know, responsible for my children, and so I'm going to do it for them. And of course, I'm not here to say like abandon all, uh, you know, financial stability. But what I am here to say is that do you use that as your scapegoat to not living full out, to not going all in on yourself, right? And let that sink in. What dreams are you stuffing away What aspirations and passions are you putting to the side in the name of the children, right? So how this hit me really hard is that you may or may not know that I also, I have, you know, obviously, I'm a very multi-passionate entrepreneur. I love so many aspects of the parenting motherhood journey, and I support a team In um, really making some meaningful decisions as it relates to their health. Let's just leave it at that. And, you know, it's a consistent revenue stream for me. It has allowed some flexibility that I wouldn't normally have. And I basically have been telling myself that I'm doing this so that I can help, you know, contribute to my family's income, so that I can. You know, pay for my kids' private education or, you know, just insert any kind of, you know, rational, quote unquote, rational, logical choice as to why I perhaps would continue to do something that really doesn't light me up from the inside out. And I did it in the name of my children, right? And the ways that I'm laughing is because I didn't, it didn't dawn on me to realize that that act alone, I was doing that at, um, in the evenings, right? Typically, uh, the, the women that I support are moms. And so evenings are the best time. And so I was sacrificing my family time, my, you know, the bedtime routine and really spending quality time with my children in the evening so that I can provide. Now, Ironically, I entered entrepreneurship and left corporate world so that I can be present for my children, so that I can be involved. And it's not to say that I'm not, but what I didn't realize was I was staying in my comfort zone. I was staying in my safety net by continually to disguise this particular aspect of the work that I do to help, you know, to do it for the kids, right, To um, for the greater good of the family. But if I remove some of those stories and get underneath the surface, what lies underneath is fear. And let me tell you, that's a very humbling realization to recognize that even someone like me who has been doing so much of this internal work It just goes to show you that the work is never done and there's always going to be layer upon layer because we have been carrying so many subconscious stories or unconscious stories that happen on the, you know, in the background, right? We've talked a lot in this podcast about what is the subconscious mind and how 95% of our daily actions and behaviors stem and live in our subconscious mind and that subconscious mind, (laughs) was very informed by our childhood, by our upbringing, by the stories and the things that we witnessed in our childhood. And interestingly, as I am verbalizing, I'm having even another realization that, you know, I grew up in a home with my mom being an entrepreneur. And it's funny because I actually chose not to have my business in the beginning. I said, no, I saw how my mom sacrificed her Uh, ability to be present so that she can provide for us. And, um, I watched how all consuming it was for her to have a business. And I was like, Oh no, I would much rather work for corporate nine to five quote unquote, right. We all know if you work corporate, it's never nine to five. And I was going for the easy way. You know, I was like, Oh no, I do not want to mirror what my childhood was like with my mom. Right. And so as I'm saying this, I'm like, wow, because she spent a lot of her evenings working actually, and the weekends, like we didn't have weekends as a family. Um, Typically, my mom worked a regular, um, you know, job, and then she had her own business on the side, which was pretty much when she wasn't in uh, working during the day, she was at night working. And on the weekends, and I remember having to help her and all these things. Um, And I just remember being like, wow, she doesn't, she didn't ever allow herself to really pursue things that really lit her up in the name of the family, right? In the name of the children, in the name of giving us everything um, that she didn't have in her childhood. So do you see how the patterns get inherited from one generation to the next and i hope you're realizing that wow what stories am i carrying into my parenting and how are they contributing to me using my children as my security blanket as my safety net for not going all in on living a full passionate fulfilling Uh, like, wow, like lit up from the inside out. Like, why are we not going all in on ourselves, mamas? Because we do it in the name of the children. (laughs) And it's crazy to say that because when I look back, I'm like, well, I wasn't doing it for the children because I'm actually not spending as much time as I'd like to um, in the evenings, for example, So am I really doing, am I an entrepreneur to be more present with my children, yet I am staying in a very kind of predictable role on this team uh, because, you know, the income is good, it's steady, and uh, it's safe, right? And that, mamas, was just how I woke up this morning thinking, wow, the stories that we tell ourselves to substantiate the lack of results, the lack of consistency. And this is how, just another layer of how we become victims to the motherhood journey, to the motherhood experience, to being a parent. And so I encourage you, in the next few days, start to unpack why you do the things that you do. How often do you Stop yourself. Stop your intuition, right? That little voice that you probably quiet often, you know, and say, no, not the right time. I'll do that later when the kids are X, Y, and Z, right? All of that is fear in disguise. Fear of failure, feel of the unknown, of the unpredictability. It's uncomfortable, right? And you already know by now, if this is your first episode, I'll give you a pass. I'll tell you why comfort is a false illusion, right? There is no such thing as comfort. The brain translates comfort as predictability, right? Your subconscious mind, the reason why change and building habits and doing new things feels so hard, why you have so much resistance, why you experience friction, is because the brain is like, hold up. This is not. This is new. This is unknown. You have been doing things for X amount of time. I know this to be the kind of the blueprint of my life, and when you start to change or pivot or add new things into your life, your brain senses that as danger, and it wants to course correct you back into predictability, into your comfort, and your comfort is often in form by the patterns of behavior you experienced in your upbringing, uh, perhaps in the culture in which you find yourself in, the mama circles, all the things. And if you didn't catch last week's episode, we talked about our definition of what it means to be a mom. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that. I believe that was episode 13 of how you define being a mama, right? And more importantly, whose definition are you living? Are you living your own? Or are you living by someone else's definition? So this episode is really building upon that awareness of, A, what does it mean to you, not comparing to anyone else, but to you specifically, to be a mom? What does that look like? And more importantly, how are you using the children to not follow through on your word to yourself, to your heart? to the things that light you up, to the things that you want to pursue under this concept that you're doing it for the children. I'm sitting here, and I just can't believe this massive realization that happened. Again, all disguised logically and analytically, like, oh, that seems like a very rational thing to do. Um, But in fact, it was completely a disguise for not going all in on me. So, mamas, this is going to be a short and sweet episode because, well, I value your time. And this is such a mic drop moment that I'm sure right now you're probably going through all the stories all the situations, all of the circumstances that you have found yourself in crossroad and choosing the predictable, safe route because of the children, for the children. I'm pausing for effect because this really has been a mic drop moment for me personally. And just to kind of close the loop here, the reason why this is so major, is because by doing this work, by uncovering your subconscious behaviors and habits and actions and stories, and rewriting them to be more um, productive, to honor your authenticity, to honor your passions, your the reason you are on this planet right, to fulfill, to give back, to serve in some capacity, you know, you're dimming your light in in the light of, you know, for the children. And this is how the vicious cycle continues, right? This is how we inherited all of those mama myths that I've mentioned in previous episodes, right? We've inherited these myths about parenting, about motherhood, about what it means And if you, mama, can start to change that for yourself, right? Just focusing on yourself first, your children will mirror, will absorb all of that goodness for themselves and in turn pass that on to the next generation. This is how we rewrite and redefine what it means to be a mom, what it means to be a parent, and more importantly, what it means to be a human who is on this world to serve, to give value in some way, shape, or form. And the way that we do that is by doing the things that we love to do, the things that will light us up. I'm not going to get too woo on this podcast, but I will say that We all chose to come to this planet. We all chose to come here during the time of the Great Awakening is what this time in human existence is being referred to as. So I hope, Mama, that this podcast is allowing you, is facilitating that awakening in you. How do you come back to your true authentic self? How do you honor you? How do you honor your voice? How do you honor your heart? Now, don't get me wrong, I love social media and I love what it can do in uniting people. I have some really, really good, amazing mama circles, international mama circles because of social media. And I moved into a small town of like well, the sign says seventeen hundred people, but I think there's more like five thousand, regardless small town and I moved here with the guidance of social media in the sense that I was able to navigate you know I found my dream school for my children i I found you know so many different resources and tools in this local town due to the mama circles on social media so i 'm not going to hear and bash you know uh, what social media has done for our self worth and the, you know, feeding that, you know, comparison monster that really is a thing, right? That's the whole intention behind social media and the scroll is to see everybody's highlight reel. We all know that. Um, I, I will say that I'm excited that there are more imperfect highlight reels. And I think more and more people are leaning to having a more authentic experience and sharing that. I think that's amazing. But how much are you allowing that influence to color your experience as a mom and more importantly as a woman, as a human on this planet and how you are of service or bringing value to your community, to whatever it is that is your purpose, right? You know, I left corporate for a mama sabbatical is what I used to call it. And I worked in a very achievement-oriented, externally referenced culture of marketing and advertising, right? It was very cutthroat and uh, competitive. And I left that world, especially in, you know, anyway, we'll leave it at that. I left that to become a mama. I didn't realize, I wasn't planning on doing that, but I, we moved cities when I was, um, when I had my firstborn. And I'm so grateful because being a mom has been like the ultimate catalyst has been like the gateway to returning to myself, to actually getting to know myself and get off of the autopilot default setting of my existence and actually choosing and being aware of what's behind the way I speak to myself, the way that I, um, view the circumstances or my environment. I'm so grateful that I've had uh, the chance to do that. And so I encourage you, mama, if you've just been rinsing and repeating your life day in and day out, this is your time. You're listening to a podcast like this because I know that deep down, you know, there's got to be more. And you're tired of the same conversations that happen in the mama circles. Right, where everything is about the children or surviving X, y, and Z milestone, right Oh, I'm surviving the terrible twos, the whatever, you know, like all of the different um, labels uh, that we give different phases of childhood rearing, right? And um, yeah, none of that is necessary because our attention, really informs what we see more of in our life, right? And prove this to yourself. If you've ever um, been researching a particular make of a car, for example, if you're like in the market for a new car and all of a sudden around you as you're driving, you start to notice that particular model everywhere you go. And you're like, wow, I didn't even realize there were this many X, Y, and Z makes in the past you would have just never noticed, but because you are focused on it, because you have your attention on it, neurologically, your brain will filter out your experience and give you more of what you are focused on. So if you are focused on, you know, surviving motherhood and you know putting yourself last and not actually following through, On what lights you up because you are somehow telling yourself that that it's for the children I really really encourage you to consider what is another interpretation of those actions chances are there will be some fears there that you may not be conscious of like I was I didn't see it and that's only because my attention wasn't on it but now that it is Wow that's radical acceptance, that's radical transparency in you know how I show up in my life and how that translates in my parenting, right? And how that substantiates this one powerful quote that I live by, which is, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if I'm using my children as an excuse for not really going all in on me and betting on me and my business, where else am I doing that? That's like the next layer. So that might be next week's episode, but we will wrap this up. As you know, I like to keep episodes under 30 minutes because, well, let's face it. A, your attention span only lasts a certain, certain amount of time. I have thrown a lot of concepts at you today to really dig deeper in, to sink your teeth in, and to really get quiet and get some um, awareness for your patterns of behavior. And where in your parenting right now, mama, are you using the children, your children, as your safety net, comfort zone, security blanket. All right. Okay. Uh, Last but certainly not least, I always appreciate your comments, your feedback. It would mean the world to me if you left a review for the podcast, if you've been enjoying this. As you know, when you uh, review a podcast and you give it a rating, it helps to um, bring it front and center to other mamas who could really benefit from the conversations we're having, right? So share it with a friend, leave a nice review. Um, you know, really show me some love so that we can together show other mamas love. And when we link arms this way is how we elevate the next generation. Okay. Also make sure that you and I are connected on Instagram at Effortless Parenting Expert. I love chatting with you in the DMs, getting to know where you are in your journey, what hurdles you are encountering, and how I can be of service to you. Uh, That's really why I love using IG, because I know you are already there, so you might as well elevate your feed with um, empowering information, right, empowering resources and tools to help you navigate this aspect of the work, right? The inner work. Okay. As always, put yourself first, be your best for them, mama, right? By simply putting all of the attention back onto you and doing the work is how we transform the next generation, how we create effortless parenting. And let's face it, who doesn't want that, right? All right. Until next time, take care.